happy to be back with you again today as we start a new week. And it's good to start the week with God's Word and to let Him speak to us. We're, we're in the Old Testament, and really we're experiencing some unusual things as we look at the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel is really a history of some of the early days of Israel from the time that Samuel became the last judge on through Saul's rule as king and David as king. And it's really in story form, but it's just history. It's just telling what happened. And it's basically describing the events and circumstances and people. And the first part of First Samuel is dominated by Samuel, who was a great man of God, and God used him in a mighty way. But the country was really far from God at the time. And the country of Israel was, many of them were worshiping false gods. And the Philistines, who were their, their most ardent enemies, were the ones who came down from Philistia and from Gaza and some of those cities near the coast and constantly raided their fields, stole from them, even took over areas such as cities that were close by. And that was what was going on. We're ready to pick up with the fourth chapter of the book of 1 Samuel. And I'll begin reading with verse 1. Now, the Israelites went out to fight against the Philistines. The Israelites camped at Ebenezer and the Philistines at Aphek. The Philistines deployed their forces to meet Israel, and as the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines who killed about 4,000 of them on the battlefield. When the soldiers returned to camp, the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord bring defeat on us today before the Philistines? Let us bring the ark of God's covenant from Shiloh so that he may go with us and save us from the hands of our enemies. So the people sent men to Shiloh, and they brought back the ark of the covenant of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim, and Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, who were priests, were there with the ark of the covenant. First of all, uh, let me just tell you what was happening, and let me explain about the ark of the covenant. Uh, the Philistines, their, their constant enemies, were fighting them. Now remember, the nation is far from God, so they're not really depending on God. They're not really trusting him, but they're expecting him to give them victory, and he doesn't. 4,000 of them get killed in this battle, and so they decide it's because God's not with them. So what they're going to do is they're going to go to Shiloh where they have the tabernacle, the place of worship, and they're going to take the Ark of the Covenant, which, uh, you know, if you remember in one of Indiana Jones' movies, that was the, the focal point was the Ark of the Covenant. And... The Ark of the Covenant was really a little chest which God had told them to make, which was going to be the symbol of his presence. And it was the symbol that he was right there with them. And it was made of a kaya wood covered with gold, which God had given exact directions about how to build. And over the chest there hovered two carved figures known as cherubims. There were also on top of the chest, there was a part that was known as the mercy seat, which was symbolic of God's redeeming and forgiving power. Everything about the chest had symbolic emphasis. And it was, it was not God's presence. It was the symbol of God's presence. And in the ark, there were the two tablets of the Ten Commandments, which were actually written by the finger of God on Mount Sinai many years before. And they had been preserved, and, and they were symbols of how God had led them through the Red Sea and out of the bondage of Egypt. And then there was a pot of manna, which somehow God kept 
from spoiling, and it was a symbol of the fact that God had fed them when they were hungry. And then the rod, the wooden rod of Moses. Now, the rod of Moses was a, a, just kind of a shepherd's staff that, that Moses used when he would lift it up and the Red Sea opened up and he would lift it up and the plagues came upon Egypt. God used it as, a, as his power, used Moses as his powerful too. So the ark was a symbol of God's presence among the people, and they decided, well, if we go get the ark from Shiloh and we bring it to the battlefield, that will ensure that we will win a victory, and we will, we will get the victory that we want. And so they got it, and Eli, who was the, high, who was the main priest at Shiloh, had two sons who were priests. Eli was a godly man, but he hadn't disciplined his sons, and his sons were not godly men. They, they were sleeping with women at the doors of the tabernacle. They were stealing some of the sacrificial meat that was being given by the people to God. And they were doing all kinds of things. And uh, Eli was not disciplining them, and he, he should have taken them out of circulation as priests, but he didn't. And so they had come with the ark. And, uh, and we, we see from the story what happens. Let's pick it up in verse 5. When the ark of the God's covenant came into the camp, all Israel raised such a great shout that the ground shook. Hearing the uproar, the Philistines asked, what's all this shouting in the Hebrew camp? When they learned that the ark of the Lord had come into the camp, the Philistines were afraid. A God has come into the camp, they said. And they said, nothing like this has ever happened before. We're doomed. Who will deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods? They are the gods that struck the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Be strong, Philistines. Be men, or you will be subject to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Be men and fight. So the Philistines fought. And, is, and the Israelites were defeated, and every man fled into his tent. The slaughter was very great, as Israel lost 30,000 foot soldiers. The ark of God was captured, and Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, died in the battle. So that's the circumstances of what was going on, and a terrible, a terrible loss for the people of God. 30,000 people killed, soldiers, and... Eli's two priest sons were killed in the battle, and the ark was captured by their enemy and taken to Philistia. And that's, that is a, kind of a sad story of, of the whole country at the time. They were not trusting God, and because of it, they, they experienced all kinds of defeats. But that's not all. Verse 12 says, That same day a Benjamite ran from the battle line, went to Shiloh with his clothes torn and dust on his head. When he arrived... There was Eli, the priest, sitting on his chair by the side of the road watching because he'd heard uh, about the battle and his heart feared for the ark of God. And when the men entered the town and told him what had happened, the whole town went up, put up a cry. And Eli heard the outcry and asked, what is the meaning of this uproar? The man hurried over to Eli, who was 98 years old and whose eyes had failed so that he could not see. He told Eli, I have just come from the battle line I fled from it this very day. Eli asked, what happened, my son? The man who brought the news replied, Israel fled before the Philistines, and the army suffered heavy losses. Also, your sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. And when he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell backward off his chair by the side of the gate. His neck was broken, 
and he died, for he was an old man, and he was heavy. He had led Israel for 40 years. Something of all that's going on and the tragedy of it is revealed there for us. We'll pick up there tomorrow. But I think that the truth we can get for today is we need to trust God and not ourselves and not some superstition or some symbol. God bless you. Have a great day. 